Hello, welcome to another episode of the Kreft's Couch Pod with your host, Dr. Janine Kreft. I am so excited to jump in here today and share about the recent clarity that I've been having, especially around this social media consumption fast. I talked a little bit more about it in the previous episode, so check that out if you haven't tuned in, but I'm going to give you a little update on what I was going to choose, what I am choosing, and all the realizations I've had from it, which is a lot. It's a lot. (laughs) But before we dive in, quickie housekeeping for folks that might not be on social media so much, which is where I share like all the goods and what's going on. I have my burnout recovery program, which is next week, depending on when you're tuning into this. So that is starting on April 12th. And I'm so excited about that because there were so many folks that were talking about feeling burnt out and drained. And I recently made a post and tied it to people pleasing, which I get. At first, people were like, what? No, it can't be that. But I broke it down. So check that out on IG um, if you feel called. But I'm so excited to dive deep on the judgment piece, what you think you should be doing, why the heck you are burnt out, and what else could you choose? So that is happening soon. The other thing that is alive and ongoing is my spacious mastermind, and I just love that container, and it's definitely related to this episode because space is up in my world, especially with being aware of you know, connecting more with our intuition and not numbing out to the present so much. So that does have a few spots available, so if you are feeling the call, I would love to have you in. So let's jump in, shall we? (laughs) So I'm about almost two weeks in, I would say. And I started with the intention of, okay, I just felt a real strong ping to really stop scrolling and consuming feed and story posts. So like feeds from Instagram, story posts, and TikTok, I would say would be the main source of my consumption. I was just finding myself annoyed, comparing, judging myself, and just overall not feeling good, right? If I wasn't present to my micro thoughts when I was consuming someone's material rather than just learning or observing, then all of a sudden I just felt like trash afterwards. (laughs) And I had strong urges to just stop social media. So I pulled the quick one. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's it. I just, now I just need to stop it. And of course, that's something that's tricky to navigate when you still use it for work, right? I'm still posting and engaging. And so there is something about where I've almost like pulled away a little bit of posting so much because it's like almost wanting to avoid it altogether. And so now I'm starting to find this rhythm of engaging a bit more and, um, and at the same time seeking to not avoid, you know, scroll or seeking to stay up scrolling. I do catch a post here and there, right? If one pops up on my feed or something, my eyes are drawn to it. It's like, oh my God, it's it's so addicting. It's crazy. So my intention was to start with that for a week and then add in like go hardcore, hardcore, like six weeks of also then no TV, movies, podcasts, 
Um, what else? Like forever rabbit holes of online scrolling and all those things. And I found myself, I was already in deep resistance to the whole idea of it, to, to say the least, even the social part. But I also felt the strong urge to choose the social part. So that, although challenging, felt felt good. When I started to look at the other possibilities, right? Like, okay, well, what do I do in the evening? It's, it's most nights that a little TV happens, right? I love watching The Office or catching a series or something like that. That I was like, what else do with do with what else do I do with my time? Reading a book or something like that, right? And I noticed that I was mm, it was feeling almost like not the time. And this is something I talk about whenever you're seeking to build a habit, which is you need to do slow and doable for it to be sustainable. Now I appreciate this is a fast, so to speak. So it's is more, it's meant to be intense and and short-lived. However, it just didn't feel like the time for me and that's okay, right? So I didn't go into, I would say, much shame about it. There was a little like, you should be able to do this, but I was just like, oh, wow, this is interesting. Okay, so this is pretty intense. I'm having the contrast, the awareness of how I'm really functioning because even without social I was noticing myself then maybe like scrolling Pinterest more. Cause I'm like, oh, well, I'm just like looking for ideas for nail inspiration, my, my next manicure or hair inspiration or things like that, right? Or then I started to shop a bit more. I haven't, I'm just feeling different. <laughs> Can you relate? You're feeling different and it's like your whole wardrobe doesn't suit you anymore, you know? And I've been working out a lot and so some things like, just off fit wise. And I just, you know, it's kind of like you just want to throw it all out and start over. That's like the vibe I'm functioning from. I'm just feeling like this metamorphosis is happening. I'm changing really dynamically in the moment. And so I was like, I need new clothes. (laughs) So I've definitely spent some time shopping and seeing like, what is my style now? Like, who am I now? What do I like now? So I just observed that. It was like, oh, this is interesting because at first there was some very much like, okay, intentional time. I'm putting my phone down. I'm sitting outside and I'm just going to enjoy sitting outside, like in the silence, no need to be consuming anything. Um, but I still felt the need to fill, fill in that space. So that's okay. Right. I'm, I'm aware, I'm aware of it. And I'm getting clarity on just how much we numb out. Now, Numbing out, meaning I'm not 100% present at every given second of the day. And we naturally go into mild trances or just really not wanting to be fully present 100% of the time, just naturally, like when we get distracted in thought or whatnot. So I don't want folks to go into like numbing out is bad because I heard it this way and I thought it was the perfect example, which is... If you were going to have some sort of medical procedure done that hurt a lot, that hurt a lot, do you really need to experience that trauma? Or would a pain medication be of benefit to your psyche, right? So that you don't have to experience that extreme level of pain. I know from my 
man back in when I was 24 and I had a crazy misdiagnosed appendicitis that almost killed me. I was in a lot of pain for months, months and months and months and months. And it took a while to recover from that. I was definitely very traumatized from that level of physical pain. And I avoided taking pain medications and just, you know, in service of trying to allow my body to do what it needed to do. But it was brutal to the point that I felt like it almost like lowered my pain tolerance because I felt initially being a dancer, I felt like I had a pretty high pain tolerance. And then that just (laughs) crushed it that now I'm like, ow, I need to like stretch or massage this. (laughs) You know what I mean? So what I'm getting at is it's not like it's bad, right? That you go sit on the couch and watch three hours of office or something, right? It's just being mindful and intentional of what am I choosing right now? And is this serving me in some way? And sometimes, you know, you're tired, you're drained, and you just want to chill and and disconnect and maybe not think so much. So (laughs) this is what led me to the other massive realization I had in this process, which is I then tried to go into more work to fill the space. Well, let me just work more. Let me figure this out. Now, I am very used to, um, I would say, being busy, if you will. I mean, besides, you know, going to school and dancing at the same time or just whatever my job was, my nine to five job involved clients back to back to back to back to back, meetings, notes, like every 15 minutes needed to be productive in some way from the company standards. To me leaving to work for myself to even doing something similar and starting right away with 17 one-on-one clients. And that's just interesting. That's just interesting that we need to function from being so busy, right? This is where our unconscious beliefs start to come to the surface. If I function from the belief that being lazy is bad or, you know, you have to work hard for money or nothing of value doesn't come from hard work, then I am going to have to show up that way. So what are your beliefs about this? Because you can just look at how are you functioning and that will tell you your beliefs, right? So I noticed with the space, I was more aware of the time I could choose to work more. Now, it's interesting because I'm also unraveling this idea of money not being tied to work and money just being a frequency and hard work not being tied to money. I mean, there are so many examples out there of people, A, not working a lot and making a ton of money. Like it is not correlated. It is not tied together. It's very possible to create a very abundant life for yourself and not have to work a lot. So It was just interesting when I was looking at, well, in order to grow and expand the business, I need to like force, force, force. But what does that look like is me then sometimes sitting at the computer and just staring at it and nothing really happening or not even feeling very generative, kind of feeling frustrated. So I also realized that I have really leaned on thinking thinking to 
figure things out. I must use my mind to figure things out. I can use my mind for the next offer, use my mind for the next piece of content. I can use my mind for, right? Because I have leaned on that so much. And I mean, this is what this reality teaches us is to lean on the mind and it will tell you right from wrong and you will choose right and then all will be copacetic. But that is not where the magic lies. The magic comes from you being in a leaned back and receiving position, which is not me thinking, right? So it's like, when do your best ideas come? They come usually when you're doing something else, like when you're in the shower, going for a walk, in the bath, when you're just maybe waking up in the morning or about about to go to bed at night, right? That's when they come is when you are not actively putting your attention to it. Why? Because they are two different frequencies. You are functioning being two different things when you are thinking mode and when you are receiving mode. I mean, on one hand, you could say we're always receiving information, but for you to hear it, for it to drop in, you need to be in the leaned back position, which is like relaxed, abundant, abundance of time, abundance of ideas, right? Being in that space allows you to hear it. And so what I've been navigating is then having more space because I don't, I don't even know how many hours I was scrolling. I mean, it seems like a lot now because I went immediately into, oh my God, now I'm, I'm just going to work to fill the space. But that was not the vibe. <laughs> that was not the vibe because then I was going into what I should be working or this should be happening. And it was not, not happening. Creation, especially in this line of work where you are needing to be creative. And if you're an entrepreneur, you require to be creative, right? Because it's like, just because one person was successful with their how does not mean it will work for you. Oftentimes it is your how that works for you. And the only way you can figure that out is by relaxing and us allowing it to come to you step by step. So then I realized, well, I have to get cool with having lots of space in my day because right now I am literally showing myself that I, my business makes more money than I was making at my nine to five and I work a lot less, <laughs> a lot less, a lot less. I make some content, I have a meeting or two and that's my day, right? So I'm looking at how do I want my day to be? What do I want to make of it? And what I'm starting to choose now has been the things that I only dreamed of that I didn't even think was possible, right? I didn't get here from a huge leap from 10 years ago. It was step by step by step of more clarity, more awareness, more clarity, more awareness. So to me, when I think about what do I want a day in a life to look like, it's like, I want first thing to be able to go to a workout class, right? Prioritize me first, meditate when I wake up, go to a hot yoga, hot Pilates, maybe have a coffee, come back, you know, have a meeting or two, also be able to jam out in my spacious mastermind. I mean, this is what I love about the freedom of a text voice note container, which is what spacious is, um, where people drop what's up for them and I respond, or when I have inspiration, I share it with them. And when I'm having major clarities and downloads, 
and they're the first to hear it. <laughs> it's so cool. And I just love that because it's, I'm able to follow the energy. If I need to run an errand, great. Then I can drop it after that, or I can do it before. I don't have to work my schedule around even a call. So I am just continuing to create my life and my business in that way. In what do I desire to have? Because for what purpose, especially if you are an entrepreneur or seeking to be one, for what purpose do you choose it? Do you choose it for the freedom, ultimately? So the other piece that I've kind of talked a little bit about was this idea of like working harder for more money. And certainly that's been ingrained in me, in all of us, I would say, right? We have been kind of taught that you can't be happy at your job. You need to work really hard for money. This is the collective beliefs, but I do not buy into this (laughs) because I see examples of contradictory evidence. And so it's like, well, for what purpose would I function from a belief that I don't enjoy and does not serve me? Right. And so what you want to do is start to look at changing the beliefs, like really getting behind it. And how do you feel with it? Right. So it's like when you're seeking to reprogram, rewire, look at changing these unconscious beliefs that you're functioning from with how your life is shown up is you need to believe it like the level that you believe the sun rises. You know, the sun rises each day, happens each day, right? Without a shadow of a doubt, you believe it will happen. You have no doubt, zero doubt in your mind about it. Now, why? Because you have A, lots of data, but B, lots of practice knowing this. It's reinforced, right? It's brainwashed. You could say into you like, oh, just over and over again, the belief. This is, this is just how it is. So what would it take for you to have that same conviction about the life you are desiring to create, right? Whatever it may be, the job, the idea, the day, the relationship. What would it take for you to believe without a shadow of a doubt that you can have it? That will look like you brainwashing yourself. (laughs) If we can be brainwashed into believing that life needs to be hard, we have to work hard for money, and you can't be happy at your job, if we can be brainwashed into that, what would it take to reprogram yourself to something you desire? So what does that look like pragmatically, but literally saying a different story, telling yourself something different? So to me, like, for instance, this morning on my drive to hot yoga and then hot Pilates. No, I did the other way around. Anyways, on my way there, I was like, you know what? I'm going to pretend I'm being interviewed right now. And someone's interviewing me about the mass amounts of success and expansion I've had with my brand and my business and all these things. And I just started telling them exactly you know, what I desire it to be, not how it is, how it's like, I desire it to be. Oh my gosh. Well, it's just, I had this amazing idea and it just exploded. And you know, all these people were so obsessed with it. And then this product and it sold out and blah, 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 you know, and it's just like, it was so easy. And then, you know, the money came easily and it's like, the lifestyle is very easy. You know, it's not, I don't have to work very hard, but and just sharing it as if it's already happened. And it was funny because as I started to do it at first, I felt a little weird because I was in the car talking to myself. But B, I just started to 
I started to lean into it because it's like a 12 minute drive. And so like eight minutes in, I was like, yeah, like this, I feel this. Like I was starting to feel it. And that is the key because you can't just say it out loud. Like I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire. If you don't believe it, then your subconscious is like, that's bullshit. (laughs) I don't believe it. I don't believe it. So you have to allow it to come through so that you can feel it. And so I just kept saying it over and over again, like almost as if you could say like an actor would, um, but being it. And I was saying things in a way that felt also like I've seen a lot of evidence of this happening. I know it's possible to create the life that I'm imagining. So what would it take for me to have it? Because it doesn't mean just because someone else has it, you can't have it. Or because they have more that you have less. No, there is so much to go around. More than you could ever need. Way, 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 way more. That everyone can be insanely abundant, successful, happy, fulfilled, not working to death. It's so possible. But you have to believe it. So, until next time.